Peace, everybody. Uh, so I was just sitting here watching a couple of a couple of videos, man. Like you know, Nick Nick Wright, uh, Stephen A. Simp, Max Kellerman, uh, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless. Uh, everybody's just pretty much, uh, you know, a couple of things that what people say about the Lakers still, and when they mention Anthony Davis. One thing uh, that everybody says is, you know, when you put two of the top five players on the planet, they still have a chance. And with um, when they're referring to two of the top five greatest players on the planet or in the NBA, they, they, they can't be talking about Anthony Davis, at least in my opinion. Um, Anthony Davis is a superstar, but he's not. He hasn't done anything on his own. He hasn't done, to be honest, anything. He hasn't really done anything. He's gotten to the playoffs. Um, and when he did, uh, I think he's only made it out the first round once, if I'm not mistaken. And he's won one game, but that was against the Golden State Warriors. Um, but when you look at uh, when you look at the best players in in the NBA, uh, you can make a case that Anthony Davis is top five, but at least not in my opinion. Um, when you have a healthy KD and Steph Curry, there's there's no um, there's no Anthony Davis in my opinion. I'm um, in no order with those two healthy. It'd be uh, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo. But with Steph Curry and KD out, you, you can kind of make the point that Anthony Davis is there. But still, once again, in my opinion, he's not because he hasn't done anything on his own. That's just my opinion. And I, I'm going to go in a little bit of detail and uh, provide some context into that. Uh, so, as of right now, you can say Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the top three, right? Well, in my opinion, you can put James Harden above Giannis Antetokounmpo because, if I'm not mistaken, James Harden, when he went to the Rockets, they went to the Western Conference Finals before they got Chris Paul. And them adding Chris Paul was supposed to elevate them and take them to the next level. They were in the Western Conference Finals, if I'm not mistaken. One of you guys can correct me. But, um, <clears throat> again, when you speak about the top five, though, you have to talk about um, what people have accomplished on their own, not just the abilities that people have. You know, um... We mentioned LeBron still in the top five because of what he's accomplished and what he can do. Same thing as Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is the only superstar. I mean, if he retires right now, he'll be under... I don't even think he scored 10,000 points yet. So if Kawhi Leonard were to retire right now, he has two finals MVPs, two finals wins. He's been there three times, uh, two-time defensive player of the year, just no MVPs. So um, that's more accolades and more accomplishments than Anthony Davis in itself. So that's why we can mention him above him. Um, you can even mention, in some cases, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard went to the Western Conference Finals last year. And all he had was C.J. McCollum. You know, their team wasn't stacked. You know, Anthony Davis' team wasn't stacked, but neither was Giannis Antetokounmpo's team last season. They just had, you know, very high-level defense. The best player, you know, well, one of the best players, one of the top three, top five players in Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was the league MVP last year as well. So... Another person I can put over, Anthony Davis. He's clearly top 10, but in just my opinion, he's not top 5. Paul George. Paul George didn't play on a great roster when he was going to the Eastern Conference Finals with the Pacers. They weren't a great squad, but they were definitely giving uh, the Heat problems in LeBron James. They were definitely giving him problems. If I'm not mistaken, the uh, 2011-2012 year is when they, I think they went to the second round against the Heat and lost in six games. Danny Granger got hurt that year. That's when Paul George came and stepped up. And we found out who Paul George was. The next year, the 2012-2013 season, Paul George and the uh, and the Heat go once again. Uh, not even once again. They go further. And even uh, the next year, 
the Pacers go even further in the playoffs. Uh, once again, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and once again, they didn't have a, they didn't have a stacked team. They had they had a they had a, they had a good team though, a really good team though, nonetheless. Uh, DJ Augustine coming off the bed, coming off the best, coming off the bench. You had DJ Augustine. You had um, Lance Stevenson. You know who did a good job. Roy Herbert played. You know, uh, he played exceptional. Paul George also balled out as well each time. But when Danny Granger uh, went down and he was, a, you know, a rising star, upcoming quote unquote superstar, if you want to say that, I guess. Um, but after, once he went down, we saw who Paul George was, and I can you can put him over Anthony Davis. Uh, I think I already went over. Who was it? James Harden, uh, Steph Curry. Clearly, you could put over him. KD, you can clearly put over him. Uh, the only person you really couldn't put over him, in my opinion, would would probably be Russell Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, maybe Joel Embiid. But once again, that's just you know my interpretation. Uh, it's a couple of people who I can put. You know, you you can kind of interchange those people, but you know, top five, pretty much in my opinion. Um, who can you even say Kyrie? No, you could. You couldn't even really say Kyrie to be honest, because he hasn't accomplished much on his own. Um, he would have when he. Uh, and on, as a matter of fact, uh, let me say something. One thing that we don't talk about is um, when Kyrie first left the Celtics. Not really to get off track, but when Kyrie first left the Celtics, they were they were a very big threat to LeBron James. They had a very bad, uh, very slow start, and everybody was counting him out uh, when Gordon Hayward went down with a horrific leg injury. Um, the Celtics ended up going to like a 17-16 game win streak or something like that somewhere down the stretch. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, when Kyrie went down, they were second, the second seed in, in the in the East, maybe the first seed in the East. So one thing that messed them up was, uh, you know, too much, too much depth at the same position. They had way too much depth at the same position. And also when Kyrie went down after they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, with Kyrie being down, I think that kind of went to their heads. You know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier. <clears throat> Imagine if you would have had Kyrie, who, you know, they went game seven with, I think, the 76ers. And then they ended up, I think, going going a couple of games with the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken, beating the Bucks too, if I'm not mistaken. And they ended up losing to the Cavaliers and LeBron. But if I think Kyrie Irving going down that season – if Kyrie didn't go down, um, that definitely would have took a hit on LeBron James' career. You know, the the sidekick, the quote-unquote sidekick who left LeBron's side. And everybody was giving him heat for that. Everyone was giving him heat, especially uh, Max Kellerman. Um, what's the lady on uh, first take? Uh, uh, Molly Karam, who be talking at a turn too damn much. But um, Kyrie going down is probably one of the greatest things to happen in the second half of LeBron James' career. Think about it. You know, your your sidekick, quote unquote, leaves and goes to the to your rival, to your direct rival, and they meet you in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they're without a superstar, and they take you to Game Seven. I think um, if Kyrie would have if Kyrie would have beat, if Kyrie was there, if he was healthy, they definitely they clearly would have won. They were just a star short, you know. They clearly would have won against the um, against the Celtics, in my opinion. But that's another conversation. Even. Excuse me. Even when you look at um all the talent that New Orleans has uh put around Anthony Davis, oh, excuse me. Even when you look at all the talent, you know their records and everything. You can, you know, can you put Paul George on this team? Could you put a Giannis Antetokounmpo on this team and get the same results, or will they go further? You know, that's how you can kind of identify. You know, who is greater than who? In the 2015-2016 season, I think is the first year. 
that they made the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. No, they didn't. They didn't finish the playoffs, but you know, I think that was Anthony Davis. What second, third year in the league, and they finished, I think, twelfth in the West. That their record was like thirty-one and fifty-one or something like that, and they did have a pretty good. Um, Anthony Davis always had um talent around him. You can't um you can't say that the uh, the Bucks last season roster was greater than um you know than greater than all of these rosters. The people that they surround Anthony Davis with was um you know Ryan Anderson, you know who wasn't trash but who was you know who was very good coming off the bench and Anthony Davis was a power forward slash center, and so you know he averaged I think uh sixteen seventeen that season, Ryan Anderson. Uh, they ended up getting Norris Cole from the Heat, who had um you know some finals experience. Uh, they ended up actually getting Tyreek Evans that year. They had Eric Gordon, Andrew Holiday, uh, as well as I mean Nate Robinson. What what is he gonna do? And Kendrick Perkins. You know they they were both out of their outside of their prime. But I mean even the next year when they finally when Anthony Davis finally did something, they had a winning a winning record the twenty fourteen fifteen season. They finished fifth in the West. Uh, with Monty, under Monty Williams, I think. What were they forty five? Damn, forty five and thirty seven. But even when you um even when you look at that roster, what they did was that's the same exact roster except they got you know Austin Rivers. If I'm not mistaken, that that was like the only other addition. So you know at that time, Anthony Davis I think had his best season too. You know, but that might have been the season that he um you know missed a couple seasons. When you look at the 2016-2017 season, um in the 2014-2015 season they actually lost to the Warriors in the playoffs and he ended up winning a game. Oh no, he lost. They got swept in the final. He hasn't even won a game in the playoffs. When they when they went and made it to the playoffs. So that's kind of an um that's kind of an issue when you look at uh, the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. The next time that they finished, uh Anthony Davis has gotten at the playoffs one time. He swept the Pelicans and then uh when he finally did get out the first round, he won a game against Steph Curry. And uh he almost won two games. But uh, against the uh the the Warriors, against K D and all of them. But still, though, you have to build around that. I mean, look at the people who had around him, who he had around him on that team. The same people. Uh, Tony Allen is who they added. They added DeMarcus Cousins. They added Jordan Crawford. Drew Holiday was still there. I mean, you know, they even added uh, they added Rajon Rondo, Jameer Nelson, who was you know, at the end of his at the end of his uh, run, they had uh, uh, Nikolai Mirotic, who wasn't great, but he was excellent coming off the bench. Uh, Mecca Okafor, you know, these aren't just trash guys, man. You know, these are people who are actually, you know, who who are, who are pretty good at that time. You know, not trash. And um, when you look at last season, the record last season, they were 33 and, what, 46? But when you look at um when, when what's-his-face, Anthony Davis demanded a trade around January, what, 29th? They were like 23 and 29. They were still, you know, pretty much at the bottom, but they were only five games, five games behind the last seed. And when you look at um, they were twenty three and twenty nine, and they finished thirty three and forty nine. In the month of December, I think they were what eight and six or something like that. And they had they, had, they were on like a right before Anthony Davis demanded a trade. They were on like a three game win streak. They beat the uh, Trailblazers. Who else did they beat? Uh, they also beat the Rockets and James Harden by a point, and then he, and then he, like the same day, the next day, he demands a trade, and what that did was messed up all the chemistry and messed up the spark that they had going and the chance that they did have of getting into the playoffs. So you have to take into, you have to take that into account. 
for Anthony Davis. Even when you look at that uh that first that first Pelicans roster, man, uh, when they first made a splash into the playoffs, when they had the sixth seed, uh, Ryan Anderson, what he averaged, 20 points off the bench. Norris Cole came in off the bench. I mean, not even off the bench. Ryan Anderson was starting that year. He averaged, what, 20, 20 points, 19 points a game. Norris Cole was coming off the bench, averaging, what, 10, 11 points a game. Um, Eric Gordon, I think he... um. I think he shot at a career high. Tyreek Evans averaged, what, 18, 17 off the, not off the bench, but he averaged 17 that season. Eric Gordon, what did he average that year? 15, 17, 16, you know? Uh, Drew Holiday, what did he average uh, the 2013, 2014 season? 14, 15 points a game. So, um, as well as Austin Rivers, only averaged, what, five, seven points a game in the 2013, 14 season? Yeah, seven, eight points a game. But um, still, so these guys, these guys aren't trash. When you look at the, the Bucks roster from last year, the only other exceptional, um, the other only other two exceptional players would be um, uh, Chris Middleton, who was just an overachiever. Same with, uh, not even same with Robin Lopez, but Robin Lopez, whichever Lopez better that they had, he he's a great defender, and that's really the only other exception. Chris Middleton isn't a great player. He just made his first All Star team. Like, he literally just made his first All Star team. That's somebody who used to play in the D League. You know, so you really got to understand. Um, Exactly everything, and there's a lot that has to be taken into account when you talk about um, being dominant or even top five, even being elite. You have to be able to lead people. And David might be the best uh, non-leader in the NBA, but I still give Paul George. Um, I still give. I still put Paul George over him. Um, he's he's accomplished more. It's just my just my opinion. You can disagree. I can can honestly care less. But it is what it is. And uh, as of right now, that's really all we got, man. Um, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Peace. What we're going to do is just have the outro from the Unified Volume 1 uh, tape on all platforms. You can find YouTube, uh, whatever streaming service you got, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. We're just going to let this play out. Peace.